Thank you so much for tuning in to Journey with Christian Podcast. Guys, this is Christian, your host, and I just want to say I apologize for the quality of this audio that you're about to listen. Uh, we tried the best that we could to advance it and uh, you know quality control it. However, though, this was the best that we could do. Uh, it is a fantastic article and a fantastic interview with Bork Arish. I recommend obviously listening to the whole interview and of course sharing it with your family and friends, but I just wanted to send you a quick note. Thank you and enjoy. Significance is getting to the top and saying, you know, I, I still have a relationship with my wife. I still have a relationship with my kids and I've still achieved incredible financial, relational, spiritual success. So let me ask you, you know, what is your definition of, you know, would you say, uh, you know, that family balance, that lifestyle, if you will. If you are like me, I know that free enterprise is the greatest opportunity in the world, but you also see there are huge issues starting to arise, like why is mentorship decreasing in popularity? Why do entrepreneurs like us who love to succeed see people fail at the top and never leave true significance? And how do people like us make a lasting impact on the world, and is it possible for enough entrepreneurial leaders together to make a real difference? These are the blaring questions, and this podcast is the answer. Journey with me, your host, Christian. Together, we will challenge the status quo and conquer our legacies. Thank you so much for joining Journey with Christian Podcast. Today, we have an incredible, incredible guest, guys. And I just want to share with you some, some backstory. You know, obviously, whenever we have someone on our podcast, we always like to share and have a conversation. And what was so incredible is... We had about a 30 to 45 minute conversation with this gentleman today. And, you know, just the value that he brought even before he got on our podcast is just incredible and so valuable. And this story. And you guys, I highly recommend sharing this with your friend, your family, your coworkers, your other team members, because he's an incredible man. You can learn so much from him. Guys, he helps entrepreneurs, leaders, and small business owners build sustainable and scalable business models that maximize productivity, growth, and profits without sacrificing family and lifestyle. He actually lost over $500,000 from a failing furniture business. However, though, he rebounded, and now he helps leaders and business owners to double to 10x their biz, increase their impact, and live a more abundant life guaranteed. He is a father to six kids and is a husband to a beautiful wife. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Borish Agbash. How are you doing today, sir? Good, good, Christian. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I th such thank a, you so much for, yeah, for joining us, and we look forward to learning from you. Yeah, such an introduction, wow. Got to live up to it. Good, good. Well, thank you so much again. And so, you know, if you would, you know, obviously I told, told just a very small percentage of, you know, kind of the, you know, who you are. If you would, just tell a little bit about who you are and to our audience. Sure. Uh, I was actually an immigrant to move to the United States uh, back in uh, 92. Uh, my parents uh, didn't come from uh, a place of wealth. My father is a butcher and my mother is a tailor. So when I came to this country from former USSR as a refugee, I was glad that that actually happened because I don't believe I would ever achieve what I have achieved here in this country. Uh, now, by the way, I'm a citizen. Uh, five years into it, I became a citizen and consider the United States as my home. And uh, I'm pretty blessed. Uh, everything that uh, I have uh, uh, is just uh, now is the moment to actually give back uh, as a thank you for giving me a chance in this country. So when I came to this country, uh, again, I went to high school. Uh, that was... Uh, couple of years uh, of my last two years of education. Uh, from there, I was pressured by my parents actually to go and become a dentist. And a uh, few semesters into it, I realized that uh, college is not for me. That's uh, not something that I want to do, pursue education. I was actually very uh, intimidated by my uh, friends, peer pressure. Uh, they had money, they had uh, time to go out buy stuff, uh, experience things, and I won some of that, right? So I got a job in an ice cream shop, and then ultimately when I quit college, I got another job in a bagel shop. So I used to wake up 4 in the morning, uh, go to bagel shop, work until 2, get home, sleep a couple hours, change, 
go to ice cream shop, work there from 5 until 11, 12, and then go back home and sleep. So I did that for like a summer and I realized working so hard also not a good idea, even <laughs> though I really enjoyed. Uh, and the uh, biggest challenge back then was my language barrier. I did not speak any English. Two years uh, in high school, uh, being surrounded by kids from former USSR, we all spoke Russian, so it it was challenging. So even if it was funny how I got the job in the ice cream shop, but it was actually through my friend who used to translate what people wanted uh, into Russian language, and that's how he used to serve customers. So ultimately, I, I moved on and uh, realized that the working so hard not a good idea. So I looked for opportunities where I can put in as less investment as possible to get as much as possible back. And I discovered programming. Uh, I got a job and from there my career just uh, blew uh, into um, multiple stages. Uh, I basically started with like $12 an hour, uh, shifted to uh, $20 an hour, $30 an hour, then $70,000 year, uh, 70, a year, 100 a year, and then became a consultant that uh, after the dot-com boom days, right, uh, uh, back in the 99-2000, it was happening. I actually thought that I would retire by 25. It was so ambitious. So obviously with the 9-11 and other things uh, and uh, me not really knowing what I was doing, uh, I mean, in general, in life, yes, I already had some successes. I uh, purchased uh, myself a vehicle, uh, uh, that costed over 60k. I purchased a house, so it w it was great. But then uh, uh, we decided to move to Florida because uh, we didn't want to raise kids in New York or get married. So this is when actually that happened. We built a house in Florida, the furniture store that you mentioned that I lost uh, over half a million dollars there. That was a tremendous shock. Uh, so the programmer developer that decided to open a business. To, uh, a, a furniture store, high-end furniture store. I uh, did not know anything about uh, sales, did not know anything about uh, business, commerce at all. We just went to a trade show, purchased some, uh, uh, ordered some furniture, uh, opened a showroom, and we thought it would just advertise life would be good. Uh, that was not the case, obviously. Uh, I mean, initially it was great, but then, uh, you know, real estate crashed, and that's what I blame for failure. So within a year, bottom line, I lost over 500k. Wow. And it sounds uh, not a lot, but when you don't have million, uh, when you don't have any money, uh, back then I remember even uh, ten dollars, twenty dollars. It was it, you looked at it as a fortune. It was, I was totally crushed. So. With that, obviously, as I mentioned to you earlier, that I lost my uh, house, I had to short sell it, I lost my uh, car that we possessed. Um, I had three kids, a two-year-old, one-year-old, and a newborn. So for two years, I didn't have a car, I uh, didn't have a cell phone for two years. That was actually fun. I cannot do that again. Uh, it was not by choice, right? So if right now, try to live without a cell phone. I don't <laughs> even know if it's possible. But I did it, and I was free man back then. Uh, forcefully, it's possible. By choice, I don't think that you got to have such a crazy willpower. So anyway, uh, I had to regroup quick, and uh, uh, that's when I discovered uh, uh, marketing online, uh, uh, marketing lead generation, affiliate marketing. I started to generate leads for other businesses, uh, for, uh, for uh, 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 lead networks. And that's how I actually regrouped. And as I did that, my whole mindset shifted from uh, I didn't want to exchange time for money anymore. So I was looking for opportunities where I would uh, get uh, passive income streams, uh, commissions. And I started to get involved uh, in building uh, businesses using technology because that's what I knew. I knew how to build it. I knew how to bring people. So I was approached by somebody who said, hey, I have $100,000. And uh, I have an investor who's willing to give us a million and a half, help me build the system. So it took us about four months to build the system, and uh, we got that million and a half, uh, built my move. It was actually an amazing experience because there, from six people, 
in January we grew to like 80 people in August. So every day somebody was fired, every day somebody was hired, it was happening in that company. But uh, a lot of experience about business I picked up there. So when I left them, I decided to start something of my own. I opened the uh, uh, Auto Transport Plus uh, as a uh, transportation company, Auto Transport. We used to hire, we were brokers pretty much, hired uh, 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 companies to uh, transport the vehicles from state to state. Again, leveraging technology, I've built amazing system. Uh, I already had a team in Ukraine that helped me out a lot. Uh, we grew their, their team to like 15 people by then. So when we built that platform, again, I didn't know anything about sales, right? I knew technology, I knew marketing. Uh, so we could not get the sales to the point to where we need it. And I said, you know what, technology is what we know best, let's shift it. And we basically uh, uh, end up using uh, this platform as a SaaS model to help transportation companies, brokers, and uh, consumers. From month uh, uh, launching that uh, platform, we were approached by Adest, the second biggest auction. They bought us out. Wow. Uh, we had a great exit, uh, seven-digit exit, so it was a good chunk of money. Uh, from there, uh, I built other systems, which are still in the process. We're still benefiting from those. But that opened up a lot of my time. That's when I went to and started to volunteer in state prison. This is where I discovered the peak performance coaching. My whole life changed there the, once I started to go to volunteer. As I mentioned to you, I would tell everybody, if you want your life to transform and change, go and volunteer in the state prison. Once you see the inmates, you see how humble and crushed they are and how, how much freedom we have on the outside. We have no right not to take advantage of that. So from there, one after another, I end up uh, basically uh, uh, transitioning. I transitioned into business coaching for, after speaking to in, on one of the speaking engagements. Uh, and my whole life changed from there, basically. I, uh, started to embrace personal development on a crazy level. I read one to two books a week. Audio books actually help with that. There's not much time to physically read the books, but through audio, every time you go somewhere, uh, gym or some other driving, I always listen to some uh, audio books. So that uh, kind of uh, brought me to where I am today, where I'm actually helping uh, business owners uh, scale their businesses, uh, doubling, tripling, uh, sometimes even 10x to their business. That's incredible. That is incredible. And I really appreciate you sharing that because, and I really kind of want to laser focus on a little bit because I don't think in the, in, in the business world, we always talk about success and achievement, but I really kind of want to focus on, um, you know, if you will, your failure of the $500,000 furniture business, but though that was not a failure, it was a good learning experience. And I really, really like to ask you during that time, you know, kind of, kind of a two part question. One, what was the biggest thing that you learned from that? And secondly, what kept you going? Some people, you know, when they get knocked down, it's you're down. But obviously you got back up, and I know it takes a lot of energy and effort, and I'd love to hear, you know, kind of what kept you going. Yeah, yeah great question, amazing question. So uh, when, when I go back in time, uh, what... Uh, what actually was going through my head back then when I uh, lost it all, uh, I, I always had this attitude that uh, I can do it. Uh, I told, uh, even when I went programming, I did not speak any English still. Uh, people were nice enough to explain to me what they actually wanted from me. And uh, I, I'm blessed that uh, they had so much patience. But I always uh, looked at things uh, on, from the positive angle. I knew if somebody did it, I could do it. I don't know how much time it's going to take me, but I will figure out. Mm -hmm. I guess that, that was my uh, biggest drive uh, to keep pushing. Uh, it's also, uh, I'm did, I did not do it alone. Uh, it was my wife. My wife, uh, uh, I'm also blessed with uh, having her in my life. Uh, she was like a wall. Uh, she's the house uh, in our house. Like she, she's the foundation of the house as a wife. Uh, uh, I'm forever grateful for her not uh, giving up and mm -hmm. actually uh, 
supporting me to find a solution to figure things out. So uh, the challenge was real. It was horrible. Uh, people don't even uh, probably know what uh, what's in there. Imagine uh, you always get calls uh, from uh, people harassing you that uh, you owe them money. Uh, you, you don't owe all the monies uh, to the banks, right? So some of them were vendors. Uh, some of them uh, uh, were uh, local companies that uh, you did advertisements with that you committed to do annual or quarterly uh, contracts. Then uh, you had uh, creditors, uh, credit cards, uh, loans. So all that was chasing you. That's one. Second, uh, there is no food to... There's no money to buy food with, mm -hmm. right? So And there is no car to go shopping. Uh, I, I remember that every, for two years we actually had to ask neighbors, friends to borrow a car to drive to a store to do the little shopping that we could do. Uh, so, and I already you also ran out of people to borrow money from, right? That's another thing. Mm -hmm. It's not like you went to a friend. And so, and you cannot buy a lot of shopping you because you don't have money to just stock up your freezer with uh, some stuff and not go there and just hang in, hang in the house. You cannot go out because in Florida everything is uh, through the car. Yeah. To go to park, it's like at least a mile. You're not going to carry your newborn and toddlers uh, for one mile just to go to park, right? So uh, we even had moments when uh, uh, there was no toilet paper, there's no uh, diapers. I actually once remembered that asking my friend to go and I actually he came with his car and I took some buckets that I had we went to get some water from his house, drove me back so I could just flush the toilet. That's how bad it was. <laughs> Gracious. Right, so uh, it's challenging. Uh, so what, what made it for me uh, is, uh, again, uh, coming from where I'm from, right, so uh, I always had money. Uh, I was able to get money. All money was coming easy for me because I was a web developer, technology, right? My challenge was that uh, I could not recoup with uh, doing programming. That's what I realized. You have to basically, number one, realize that help is not coming from anywhere. You cannot rely on anybody. Mm -hmm. Because as long as you rely on somebody, you're not going to do anything about it. So I realized that uh, nobody can help me. Uh, and uh, I just needed to hit the rock bottom. And rock bottom for me was that uh, uh, a friend of mine, she's much older, she came and... Uh, uh, and I'll never forget this story because that was the that was it. This is when I made a decision that uh, life will change. Uh, she actually said to me that uh, somebody invited her for a dinner and she saved twenty dollars, mm. and she wanted to give me that twenty dollars. So there was uh, a lady. Uh, again, I'm not uh, uh, having anything against women. It's just where I'm coming from. Usually, man pays for everything. So we as gentlemen supposed to support the, uh, you go on a date, uh, I always expect men to pay. Women yeah. should mm -hmm. not pay. You're having a good time. They're giving you their presence. So that's how they pay. They uh, do the makeup, they look nice, they make you proud that uh, yeah. you're with mm -hmm. the, that individual. So that's enough from there. And so here was a, 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 a woman is giving me $20. And it's not like she's giving me, uh, here's a thousand bucks, pay your rent, right? And the rent was, uh, I think, uh, I was renting back then, fourteen fifty. It's not like a big chunk of money that I could do something with it. But $20, I told you, it's like a fortune yeah. when you sell down. So I, I, I had two choices, accept it or not to accept it. So in one end, it was like, wow, uh, I, I went that low that the other people saving on dinner and giving me that money and... So I wanted to decline initially, but then I remembered my rabbi, my mentor, uh, always uh, told me that uh, pride is for losers. Mm -hmm. So I could be proud. I know I can use this money, uh, even just uh, a little bit. It's uh, it's tremendous help. So I, I took the money, and the second also thought was uh, uh, I had to take the money because she wanted to do something nice. If I would reject it, it would not uh, come across well. She had such an intention. She came all the way to my house to give me that. It was so important to her to yeah. do that. So, but when I took it, that, that, that was it for me. I said, okay, something needs to happen. And I just went online. Thank God we have uh, internet. 
right? Yeah. Uh, uh -huh. You don't need to ask people. You just go online, and I started looking. I started looking how can I uh, uh, not get myself uh, involved so much and leverage my knowledge and technology to do something about it. So one after another, and I discovered that uh, affiliate uh, marketing, and again, that was sleepless nights. Uh, I was uh, sleeping maybe two, three hours a day uh, to the point where like, I had crazy back pains. I couldn't sit anymore. But I would not get off the computer until yeah. uh, I said I'm going to figure it out. And when we did uh, 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 affiliate marketing, basically that was the, uh, something that I grabbed on that uh, kind of gave us a breather. And then uh, my confidence started to build up. Uh, so, so, again, going back, one is uh, you need to realize nobody's helping you. you gotta, it's all you. And you need to also realize that, again, spirituality helped me a lot, too. Uh, we, the sages teach us that uh, according to the camel, uh, it's low. Uh, uh, no, how is it? Uh, the load is basically based on your strength, because that's what you're given. You would not be given something, more, uh, something that you could not handle. If it was given to you, you're strong enough to, strong enough to overcome it. Mm -hmm. So uh, I knew it was just a matter of time, basically. The second thing also, not to get hooked on uh, information, because uh, if we constantly grab on, oh, there's one more thing I need to do. And I caught myself many times doing that. Sometimes even I still do that sometimes. I would say, like, you know what, that one more skill that I need, and then I'm going to be uh, out there doing what I need to do. Uh, just another thing I need to do uh, before I would actually yeah. go with full force. No, you just got to start. Just do it. Make the first step. Even if it's not perfect, go for it. Just take a chance. Yeah. And then you just uh, quick adjust uh, as you go. Uh, that would uh, actually would be a tremendous uh, help and shift and following through. So environment again helped. My I had a lot of support from my wife, and I think that was a foundation for everything. Definitely, definitely. And I appreciate you explaining that. And I really like that one story. What you always say, uh, you know, obviously that situation where um, you know one of your mentors, if you will, said basically pride is stupid you know do not be prideful because of course you know that that individual you're, you're robbing that individual of of that blessing to bless you in your situation and they're in that situation to bless you and then you know obviously carrying on to you know just like you just said is just starting you know I see so many entrepreneurs now that are in this information situation where they're just stuck in this information 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 YouTube video podcast and they don't ever actually do it and develop it and produce it and create it right and I guess, yes. like you just said, you know, it's kind of like, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but basically what you did during that time is you just got laser focused and you just put your head down every single day, had the support, like you knew you could count on your wife, but you just focused on what you needed to do and developing and producing. And, and like you just said, leveraging um, your you know, expertise, what you had available at that time. So during yeah. that time, in order to get out of debt, how did you get out of debt? I mean, I know you, you lost a lot of stuff and you just lived below your means, but obviously you, know, you had to pay off that. So I'm just curious on that. So when I did that, uh, uh, I, uh, when I figured out what I wanted to do, uh, then I needed to find money, right? Because I still did not have money. Yep. So to do uh, uh, affiliate marketing, paid advertisements, you have to pay for your campaigns. So uh, I started to contact everybody that I knew that uh, needed uh, uh, leads, lead generation. So uh, I got introduced to someone who had, uh, uh, he's a, he was a uh, lead generator, uh, an affiliate for he would generate leads in the shipping world, mm -hmm. international shipping, I remember. So I made a deal with him that uh, I would be able to optimize his campaign uh, that he started. Uh, I'm going to bring it to the point where it would, uh, uh, he would be spending ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 and uh, doubling, tripling his money. And I told him that uh, I'm not going to charge him to do that. Uh, because basically I needed the proof of concept. I had a theory. I knew how to do it, yeah. but I could not actually do it myself. So my intention was there, once I do it for him, 
I'm going to start uh, my own, uh, 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 and actually, uh, initially it was not, uh, uh, no, no, yeah, uh, so it was important also, one point, because I did not, uh, I had to burn the bridge with this guy, so what happened is uh, the agreement that we wrote and uh, uh, agreed on uh, verbally, I said that uh, if I'm going to make it work for him, then I'm going to do that for me. Mm-hmm. because I know that's working already. So verbally he agreed, and uh, I had my wife as a witness and my friend, he wasn't a speaker. So when we did all this, uh, uh, three months into into it, it was producing crazy money. So we basically were generating leads at uh, three, four dollars per lead, and we were selling it at uh, ten, fifteen dollars for, for getting it back. So I duplicated the site, I uh, uh, changed my, the content on this to support me. Uh, uh, I showed somebody that, look, we're producing the money here. So then I went and I borrowed money with a crazy percentage. Uh, so I borrowed $20,000 uh, at uh, 30% in one year. Wow, gracious, gracious. So I, I, but I made the, and that person trusted that money because I showed him a successful campaign that uh, I made it work and I was intending to duplicate. And I did that. So my campaign took off so that the individual that, uh, that I made a deal with, when he found out that I'm doing pretty much the same thing, in some way I'm competing with him, even though I did not really compete, we agreed that that's what I'm going to do. And he cannot possibly take all the positions of Google and take all of the leads. There's just too much in the pot. <laughs> So we end up uh, basically separating uh, uh, I let him have his campaign, so he went his way. And uh, mine basically took off from there. So from shipping, I went into other uh, home improvement. I started uh, to generate uh, leads uh, in other verticals. And uh, it was easy money, too. Mm-hmm. So that kind of uh, started to pay off all the bills. The things just started to, call, uh, to take off. I paid off the debt, uh, I started to involve uh, in projects and just just grab to some success and uh, that gives you such a boost to your thinking, to your uh, foundation that you believe that you can take on a bigger. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to try something, your enthusiasm grows with that, so you try something bigger and it, uh, obviously cash flow is everything. Yeah. Do whatever you can not to ever stop the cash flow. I had those lessons also. Uh, jumping on a new thing and stopping all the cash flow, that's smack is coming. Don't ever do yeah. that. <laughs> cash flow must be in place, uh, your so lifestyle would not change. Yeah. So as long as you have cash flow, you can, you, you can, you can make mistakes. 100%. Easy and not feel bad. Yeah. When you don't have money, no cash flow, mistake, it's a huge smack to your uh, mindset, to your enthusiasm. It's basically, you know, they say to build a house. Uh, you need a team, you need a lot of planning, there's a lot of effort. To burn down the house is one match. Yeah, wow. So one failure can do a lot of damage to you if you do not have uh, uh, your uh, 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 streams of uh, support that you're getting. It's your environment, it's your cash flow, it's uh, information that you're exposed to, uh, relationships that you have, all that basically is feeding you. So keep it positive, keep it empowered. Mm-hmm and you just dominate whatever comes your way. So that's really cool, and I appreciate you explaining that extra as well because I see so many people that you know want to build a side hustle and a home business, and they want to get out of their job so quickly or they want to get out of their career so quickly that they make that pre, um, preemptive you know, jump before they're actually ready, like you just said, building cash flow on the side. Now, I'd like to go back to that story with, you know, obviously that individual where you gave your services for free. You know, for those... That's a risk that you took because you didn't even know. I mean, maybe you did believe that it would work. You knew it would work. But, I mean, obviously you didn't have the results. And so, you know, there was some of that risk. It was like, oh, gosh. So I'm curious, with that situation, how much time did you spend on, you know, his marketing campaign to, to create those funnels and so forth? About three months I, I, uh, or so we worked together. Then we had to separate. Uh, prior to actually going and uh, uh, approaching where I was confident enough that I could uh, pull it off. And I had nothing to lose, mm-hmm. right? And he had nothing yeah. to lose. He didn't have to pay me. Right? So uh, at, uh, I, it, I spent about uh, four or five months researching. Uh, and it was just 
all on my agenda was just find a way. Yeah. Uh, there is a way, it's there. You just need to come across it. So I just followed all the big influencers in that uh, space because it was talking to me, basically. And I was just uh, uh, going through their webinars, uh, trainings, like anything, their email, I would get on their, uh, basically, newsletter. I would just scrutinize everything they would say. And again, uh, a lot of it I understood because of my background mm -hmm. in uh, programming. So it was easy for me to put together those pages and uh, because I didn't have to pay anybody. I could do it all myself. So my only challenge was always content. Uh, but I would copy from others. Uh, uh, it, it was, uh, it's okay. Uh, whatever it takes, right? Uh, so it's not really, I don't believe it's uh, stealing because you adjusted to your needs. But I would use somebody else's ideas and uh, I know what's good. Yeah. I just tweak it to, to make it my own. So mm -hmm. it's not like identical copy. 100%. Okay, I appreciate that. So guys, you know, and I just want to speak to my audience real quick. For those that are listening, guys, that, that is three months that he spent investing into this. Uh, and, and that was not, he didn't even get paid. But what he did was he built that reputation all of a sudden. And then now what happened, he had that incredible result. Now, don't get me wrong, he knew what he needed to do when he got that contract, when he got that relationship. He didn't just fumble and say, oh, sorry. He put a lot of time and effort behind it. Uh, I mean, treated it like more than a full-time job. He probably spent 60 hours. Am I correct on that, Bors? Yeah, probably even more. Yeah, probably even Again, more every week. Three hours a day. I was, uh, I was abusing my body at that time. Uh, but I, I was desperate to find a way. Definitely. And see, you know, and that's what I love about these stories so many times is that when you are in, in a corner, and it really de defines who you are as, as a character, as a man, as a woman, when you're in that corner, what are you going to do? Are you going to just kind of cower and just go, oh, crap, I quit? Or are you going to get back up and fight for it? Because that's what life's going to happen to you. So that's really cool, man. And I want to just kind of switch a little bit, uh, kind of talking a little bit down, you know, uh, a little more personal. I, I think what's really cool is... In your, um, in your, um, you know, description, what we talk about, you want to help people build businesses, but also, you know, don't lose the whole, uh, you know, lifestyle and family, and sacrificing family. And I think I really appreciate that because, you know, like we were talking about, you know, before we got on this phone call, is you know, significance. Significance is getting to the top and saying, you know, I, I still have a relationship with my wife. I still have a relationship with my kids. And I've still achieved incredible financial, relational, spiritual success. So let me ask you, know, what is your definition of, you know, would you say, uh, you know, that family balance, that lifestyle, if you will? Yeah. I made a lot of mistakes. Again, remember, uh, personal development uh, was not something that I was into, right? We, as I was telling you also, uh, the, when you have kids, you don't need any education. Uh, you just uh, go to the hospital, they'll give you, just hand it to you, just like yeah. they did uh -huh. with me. It was your child, go home. So we do not get any certification, any training. We don't get any uh, 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 classes on uh, relationships. Uh, you're, you're getting married. There's nothing there that uh, would force you to take, right? Like not, you can go optionally research that, but come on. At that age, you actually would pay somebody to tell you how to have a relationship uh, with your spouse mm -hmm. uh, in the right uh, way, how to actually parent your kids and all that. None of that exists, right? So something that I will share with you, though, that touched me, I was blown away by this study that was done by Gerald Bell. Gerald, Gerald Bell. So what he did, he took 4,000 uh, retired CEOs, uh, uh, people that uh, basically were executives. And they were in the age, average age was 70 years old. Mm -hmm. So he asked them basically, uh, here's a survey for you. Again, this is 4,000 people. Uh, prioritize in the order that would uh, matter to you. And uh, I actually will send you a link. Uh, uh, I'll actually blog the body yeah, uh, to specific things that he asked. So there uh, in the priority of list, they said that... Uh, uh, one of the main things was that, that they would uh, uh, set much, uh, the goals in life much earlier because a lot of people really don't set goals, don't plan, they just go through life existing, right, in a routine mode. Uh, then uh, they would uh, uh, save money, they would uh, work on a career, 
Uh, and what's interesting, they put family on the fourth one, mm -hmm. and what the personal development was number five. I was blown away by that. I'm like, oh, come on. I'm like, yeah, I'm not coming from the arrogant side. It's just what I uh, discovered so far in my life and looking at what, you know, nobody is in the last day on this world. On the, like, again, that's coming from my rabbi mentor. He said, nobody on a dying bed says, I wish I had another day in my office. Yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to, do, like even when I ask, ask people sometimes, okay, so what's your exit strategy? Oh, I'm not planning to exit. So I'm like, oh, so you're telling me that uh, they will find you dead at your office desk? Yeah. Oh, no, no, that's not what I meant. Well, eventually, I'm going to sell the business. I'm going to pass it to my kids. And, oh, okay, so you, there is an exit, right? Or another one is coming from our sages. The, uh, he, one of the sages said, imagine you would resurrect the dead for 24 hours. What would they do in those 24 hours? Would they run to their work and put in uh, uh, another prospecting call? They would uh, uh, take care of another client? What are they going to yeah. do, right? So all of a sudden you understand what's so valuable. So in that study I was blown away again. I'm not coming from arrogance. It's just my, based on my value system. I think all 4,000 of them messed up. Yeah. Uh, why I say that? Because personal development should be number one. If you invest in yourself, and it's not selfish. If you invest in yourself first, just like in the air in the airplane, right? You put the mask on yourself first before you're gonna try to help others. Because yep. if you invest in you, uh, you set yourself good. You will share what you have. You cannot share what you don't have. Uh, if you have love, kindness, money, that's what you're sharing. Yeah. If a person is full of depression, sadness, and anxiety, guess what he's sharing. So. They put it on number five and family number four. I think if they would put personal development as number one, uh, they would set goals, they would be with their family, they would not have regrets in life. It's just uh, when we go to work, you ask any entrepreneur, anybody who's going to work, a provider to the family, why do you go to work? They'll say, to provide to my family. But what happens, we get so carried away with work that we forgot why we went to mm -hmm. work. If we're working for our, for our family, why are we ignoring our family? We become workaholics, we become obsessed, because we're so good at it, and we gravitate something that, uh, you know, as soon as you get something, uh, when you know about something really well, or you do something really well, you get tremendous amount of dopamine from there. That becomes your, uh, it's like a, a, you become an addict, it's a drug. You gravitate to that. Why would I be home? When uh, my spouse does not really understand how good I am, she doesn't uh, say uh, certain things and recognitions that I get at work yeah. from co-workers, from clients, right? And I don't get that high from my kids too because they don't really see what I see, especially it's such a disconnect right now, right, with our kids. So by nature, they want to be at work, but that separation creates uh, divorces. Those divorces causes kids to grow up in broken mm -hmm. families, and it becomes also... Uh, they become immune to like so what uh, you separated uh, divorce is so normal so they they don't want to commit and hold on to things and sacrifice things it's easy to divorce and start over so uh, I, I believe uh, the work is a trap and we when we understand why it's a trap and uh, realize that uh, I don't want to be one of those men that dedicated all my life to work and then finally when it's time to retire, I don't know what to do with mm -hmm. myself. Because now I want to be close to my family. I want my kids. I want my grandkids. Guess what? Your kids and your grandkids don't want you. You were never there. Yeah. So th these uh, uh, older individuals now, they find like they don't have any hobbies. It's just work, work, work. Nobody wants them at work now. So they feel like, hey, uh, I cannot really contribute to society anymore. Nobody, uh, and I, I heard that so many times. All of, most of my friends are older. So a lot of them pass the same message to me. Everybody wants to be in a position where they feel needed. But if you're not close with your family, if you divorce by yourself, if you did not uh, regroup and uh, you, uh, you know, focus on developing yourself and uh, uh, investing, in every dimension of your life, understanding how all that works, uh, it's going to be very lonely at the yeah. end and very painful. You know, like I, yesterday I went to visit uh, somebody in a hospital 
uh, since September the person is there. He's an older individual, but guess what? For four months his wife is right there with him, taking care yeah. of him. I visited a lot of men that by themselves, nobody went to, nobody even knows they got it to a hospital. Wow. So it's a big, a lot of wake-up calls. People need to be exposed to things that they will make them to sit down one day and think about life. No, don't just go through life on a autopilot. Yeah. Become more conscious. But con consciousness, you got to, again, personal development. Invest in uh, following some speakers. Like, I, I highly recommend to uh, look at the... Uh, uh, somebody that I admire, uh, 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 Jim Ron. Jim Ron is the is it. This this guy was uh, amazing. Uh, the message that he passed to students like Tony Robbins. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, that's a student of Jim Ron. Uh, you look at the Darren Hardy that uh, 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 success that come. Uh, uh, that's a student of yeah. Jim Ron. Uh, you take uh, Brad Sugars, who's the founder of Action Coach, the biggest coaching uh, firm in the world. That's Jim Jones' student. Like these people that making an impact right now in the world, uh, they're uh, basically his uh, extensions. They're continuing his work. It's amazing. So tap into somebody who's a, who could be a really role model and develop you, invest in your development, or, or you'll be just one of those men that looks back at the, his or her life and say like, oh, I wish. I did this and I did this and I did that, but by then it's too late. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that because there's a lot of wisdom in that. Because you know, just like you said, there are so many times where we, where we, you know, definitely when we're younger, you know, we want to conquer the world. We have so many goals and dreams and so forth. And you know, and I'm always curious because I think everybody gets to that different point, if you will. Some people it takes a little while, uh, you know, and maybe not even till their deathbed where they all of a sudden realize, oh crap, I messed up. And obviously, you are you understood that well before. So let me ask you, have you always been that way or was that a transformation where you really focused on building incredible business and then all of a sudden you're like, you know what, I still want to build incredible business, but I also value my family. And so there's that give and take. Uh, at what point did you did you realize that? Because obviously you were shaking your head there. Uh, it was much later because initially, again, you know what's interesting, uh, life does not give you warnings, right? Like when you go to a beach, and you to get a suntan, mm -hmm. you can spend a whole day there. And when you come home, all of a sudden you feel, uh, you know, you take a shower, your skin burns, right? So only then you realize the after effect. Uh, they made an experiment with frogs. They took a frog and placed it in uh, cold water and turned on the heat. So just like on the beach, us getting tan, the water was getting hotter and hotter, the frog would not come out it would actually die. Oh. But when they took the frog and threw it into hot water, it would jump out. Right? So in life is the same way. Life will not give you warnings. It's just that you don't even realize how eating a, a pint of ice cream every evening, watching a show, wow. all of a sudden, a year later, gets you 20, 30 pounds overweight, uh, low energy mm -hmm. level, uh, not as attractive. Uh, you have arguments with your spouse. Uh, but that all started uh, a year before that, right? It's not like I ate a pint of ice cream, boom, smacked, <laughs> like, oh, I gained. You, there's no in instant warning. So with me, uh, I was obsessed with work. I love what I do. Anything I touch, I usually don't do what I don't like. So that's, it's a, uh, we all, I mean, most people do what they like. Uh, sometimes they could transition and force them to doing something and then they just settle for this. But if you don't tolerate, you will do what mm -hmm. you like. Uh, so, but you get obsessed, and your whole attention is there. So I, uh, okay, I had my spouse. It was just two of us, and then we had newborn, and then another baby, another baby, and I'm like working. I'm trying to get out of my debt uh, issues and all that stuff. So I'm working, working. Uh, I always wanted to work from home. I was not the person that would go to the office and sit in the office. I'll maybe I'll do that for a couple of months, but then. Uh, I have to be remote. I, cannot, I, I like freedom. I want to do whatever I want to do, when I want to do. I'm very disciplined, but uh, I live uh, on my terms. I don't want to ask permission when I want to go um, do yeah. my things. So, uh, only when my kid, oldest child, became seven years old, I had a wake-up call that uh, I have a child who's seven years old. <laughs> 
At, at that time, actually, already had uh, uh, four or five kids already, I think. Five kids. Uh, yeah, I already had uh, five kids. So I realized that I have kids when I already had five wow. kids. Wow. And that was a huge smack <laughs> for me because uh, I all of a sudden realized that I, I got so much into my work, I just did not see an importance to go, and I'll tell you, that's sad to say, but I'll tell you, uh, I, uh, I saw a commercial of a person on the phone and uh, swinging uh, something, uh, swinging a child in the park, right? Uh, uh, but he was not with the child, he was on the phone. I was mm -hmm. that guy. Uh, to me, it was like, what a waste of time. Everything is a waste of time. Everything that was not producing money, everything that was not uh, building me up, it was a waste of time. Got to the point where uh, I became not fun to go anywhere because I just was not there. Right? I would always talk about work, about uh, projects, about this, that. So uh, I just did not want to go with my kids because I was not getting that value, yeah. that high from there. So guess what? Right now, I'm 42, 43. I play tags with my kids in the park mm -hmm. pretty much every Sunday. We play soccer and no yeah. phone. Forget the phone. You be there, you press and you enjoy. So it was not uh, uh, that I... Come in, and, and that's why they're also doing a lot of effort with Vicepreneur, right, the company that we started. Uh, we exposing youth, young entrepreneurs, uh, 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 to entrepreneurship and leadership to understand these values and not wait until they're 40, 50, all of a sudden look back and like, oh, my child is already signed, yep, my yep. child is already 10. Uh, you know, because... Uh, I'll tell you, like, there's more things. I have all of my kids go through therapy mm -hmm. because I realized there were a lot of mistakes that I did while they were growing up, and I'm still finding out things, and that, that I never was not even aware. I thought it was normal. That's, that's how it is. And a lot of people like that right now, they work 60 hours. I heard that myself. They tell me, this is what uh, owning a business means. I'm like, no. That's not what owning a business is. You should not be working 60 hours and afraid to take a day off because your whole business right. will collapse. Because that's not a business, that's a, a job. Uh, the, the business should work by itself. And there's a ways to do that. You just did not give it attention. You did not give enough time to explore how is it possible to do that. But you can systemize your business where you do not need to be there. That's the proper way. Business is fun, entrepreneurship is fun. Life is fun. Kids, fun, money, fun, everything is fun in life. It's just uh, because we do not know, we avoid it, we're afraid of it, we don't want to be exposed to unknown. Uh, again, I can go on and on and on about this, but you know, my life was not uh, uh, such beautiful thing day one. Uh, it was a lot of uh, uh, rude awakenings, uh, like I like told you, getting a suntan. Uh, all of a sudden, mm -hmm. it's a smack. Now, what are you going to do about it? You're going to go back and try to regroup, fix it up, and uh, or you're going to tolerate and close your eyes and pretend like you yeah, do not see yeah. it. And, you know, that's what's really cool so because, like you just said, is, you know, when you taste that truth and you realize it and your eyes are open now, all of a sudden you, you have a decision, you have a choice. And now, once you understand you have a choice, you have to just live with the consequences of that choice. And now you're in a situation where you're able to know your kids and you love your kids and you're able to have some fun, but also you're able to build an incredible business and in what you're doing for other people and impacting the world. And what I find very interesting, and this is something that I actually had to struggle with personally, uh, is you know when I was at work, I'd feel guilty for not being at home. But then when I was at home, I'd feel guilty for not being at work. And so you were never actually you know, uh, content, you know? Uh, you know, and I guess, you know, um, there's a difference between complacency and contentment. Contentment is just acknowledging your presence with your son when you're going in on that Sunday without the phone. You don't have to worry about a phone call. You're there, present. You're just focused. You're content. It uh, doesn't mean you're complacent. You're, you're going to still go out there and produce incredible results for your life, but it's just you're content. You're enjoying life at the moment. Um, and I, I, I definitely hear what you're saying. You know, and I really appreciate it. I, I know we're, we, we've got quite a bit of uh, wisdom just from you know understanding you. I, I think uh, just to get you more on on our podcast I think it would be awesome to have you on uh, as a guest uh, you know Morris if you would just let our audience know how they can reach out to you if you guys have a business you're struggling to kind of make it to the next level to scale it you know obviously reach out to Boris Akbash 
and he would be able to assist you. Obviously, he's got incredible knowledge uh, in a lot of avenues. How can they reach out to you? Sure. They can send me an email. Uh, it's uh, baruch at akbash.com. So it's B-O-R-U-C-H at A-K-B-O-S-H. Or they can visit uh, my website, uh, baruchakbash.com, uh, and just fill out the contact us form there, and I will definitely reach out to them. Uh, it's uh, always a pleasure to share, uh, and that's pretty much uh, what we're all about at the end of the day. We have something, uh, my whole life mission right now is to uh, push forward with online business school that we initiated that kids do not have to wait until they become an adult to say, I wish I knew this uh, when I was younger. So we're giving them everything that they need to, in order for them to succeed in life. So at the same time, obviously, uh, adults, I look at adults and myself, we're just more sophisticated kids. We're still kids. Uh, we still want that car, uh, mm -hmm. whether it's a toy, uh, a physical toy, or it's uh, actually a bigger car. So it just became more sophisticated. But we're still driven by emotions. We're still driven by... Uh, similar desires, so uh, just a little more sophisticated. And life is great. Something that the people need to realize that every life worth living is just what are you willing to tolerate. So I'm here to become people aware. I believe that's my life mission, to make them aware. Because once you're aware, you understand why. Uh, again, you don't need a long plug for that. You just go and mm -hmm. do it. Yes, and you're exactly right. And I appreciate you. Uh, you know, being on and just the uh, knowledge you were able to just share with me, I've been impacted just from talking to you. You guys, uh, if you want to reach out to them, you can actually take a look at uh, the subscription, uh, the the, uh, the information right below. That would be his email and his uh, website as well. We're going to be posting that there. Uh, but definitely check out him. Uh, reach out to him. If you even have any small questions, you know, uh, you know, having side hustle or a home-based business or anything like that, he would be able to reach out. Uh, an incredible guy. He's on LinkedIn all the time as well, so highly recommend it. But guys, you know, here here he is, an incredible man. Go out and and just learn from him. Thank you.